pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you. You know, all of us need to exercise here and there. And when you don't exercise, you end up getting out of shape. What do I mean by out of shape? I don't mean like literally being out of shape like physically. But when you get out of shape, lots of times that leads into you being unmotivated. When you're unmotivated, you end up skipping out on your responsibilities. You end up becoming a slacker. You end up not doing things that you know you need to do. When you get out of shape, you get lethargic. You get lazy. You don't progress. You don't grow. You stay too confined within your comfort zone. Or you can actually do what you need to do and go to the gym. You can exercise, become more fit. And no, I didn't say physically fit. I'm just saying become more fit, become more healthy. You know, this is all about a state of mind, a state of being. Again, I'm not actually talking about physical health. So let's get your ass into the gym. Let's talk about the gym. But I'll talk deeper about all of the things I'm about to mention here in a different episode. You know, we can actually go visit these gyms that I'm talking about. Before we do that, we need to even understand what the gym is. What is the gym, you know, what is the point of going to the gym? What can we expect to happen when we go, et cetera, et cetera. So let's get down to it. Let's talk about the gym, the artistic gym, right? The artistic gym, aka how you can exercise your creativity how you can exercise your artistic ability and there's many many ways you can do this now this is less of a practical tactical way of how to do this and more so just the, the brief generality right like just the understanding of the artistic gym so in a gym, what do you have? You have all a bunch of things. You have like weights, you have machines, you have some gyms, not all gyms, have pools and like saunas and, and steam rooms. Some people have, or some gyms have like basketball courts or tennis courts or whatever, right? So there's a whole bunch of shit that's going on in the gym. But what does the artistic gym have? The artistic gym has everything a regular gym has. The only difference between the artistic gym and the regular gym is that 
you're working out your creative muscle, your artistic muscle, rather than, you know, the muscles you have on your body, like biceps and triceps and abs and all that shit. No, the artistic gym is basically reframing this back to creativity. So let's start with, you know, one of the most common machines that you see in a gym. And when I say common, I mean like everyone likes to get on these things usually. Like not everyone likes to do, you know, bench press and and weight training and stuff like that. But everyone likes what I'm about to say here. Not everyone. You can never say everyone. But the point is that generally speaking, most people like getting on the treadmill and the elliptical. Right? So that's the first uh the first piece of information that we have when it comes to the artistic gym. Treadmills, ellipticals, aka leg training, leg day, whatever it is you want to call it, things to work out your leg muscles. Now, before we go in deeper into what the treadmill and the elliptical actually represent when we're talking about the artistic gym, let's first talk about the legs in general. Why would anyone ever even want to work out the legs? What's important about working out your legs? Well, when you work out your legs, think about it. What do the legs do? The legs give you the ability to stand up on your feet all day. You know what I mean? So legs, in some way, shape, or form, has to deal with your foundation. You know what I mean? Your ability to stand on your own two feet, aka your, your ability to stand on your own. As an individual What else do legs do? Well when you're not standing What are you doing? Probably walking or running Or jogging or sprinting Or whatever right? Point is transition Movement Right that's the point of legs So we have two points right there Either Building foundation Or you're transitioning A.K.A. moving Right, growing. All that has to do with legs, <clears throat> and we can go even deeper into this later, I guess. But yeah, so when we working out legs, there's a whole bunch of things you can do to work out your legs. You can do squat machines, you can do ellipticals, you can do treadmills. But right now, I want to talk real briefly about ellipticals and treadmills. All right, let's start with the elliptical. In a real gym. The elliptical is like a little machine that is almost like a treadmill. The only difference is it's stairs instead of just, you know, walking straight or running straight. Instead, you're like going up on multiple stairs or an infinite amount of stairs. Or however long you want to train on this machine, you're basically just going up a bunch of stairs forever and ever and ever. It's like a, a looping system of stairs. So, why do people get on that? Well, like I said, to build leg strength. And a lot of times, it's to lose weight also, right? But what does that mean, to lose weight? I already talked about leg strength, right? That's foundation and the ability to move. But what's what's losing weight? This is less about the whole leg idea, but this is more so just about the whole burning calories aspect when you go to the gym. And artistically speaking, when you lose weight, that is you shedding heavy emotions, right? 
I mean, what is weight? Weight is the measurement of how heavy something is. When we say something is heavy, metaphorically speaking, we, we mean something is deep with emotion. Lots of time, negative emotion. For example, if someone mentions about their deceased relative, you can imagine that conversation is going to end up being very heavy in emotion. So when we say lose weight, we're talking about ridding yourself of heavy emotions. Right? Now, there's this whole craze of people who want to lose weight in the real world. I'm talking about physically right now. Everyone wants to lose weight. No one ever wants to gain weight. Everybody wants to lose weight. And I understand understand why, right? And I won't go too deep into that right now, but understand that you don't want to lose too much weight. You don't want to become necessarily like anorexic or something, right? It's good to have some meat on your bones. So I'll leave that right there. And my point in saying that is having some emotional weight, some deep emotions, you don't want to lose it all, okay? Sometimes that's exactly what you need. But, you know, furthermore, going back into the elliptical, right? What is the elliptical? What does that allow you to do? Well, artistically speaking, creatively speaking, metaphorically speaking, right? The elliptical is basically your way of seeking new opportunities, new ways to grow, new ways to reach a higher level, right? Because what are you doing when you're climbing stairs? You're ascending, you're elevating, aka you're reaching higher levels. So in the artistic gym, the elliptical is the machine that allows you to seek for new opportunities. It's the, it's the path that you take when you go searching for new ideas, new crafts, you know, new new hobbies and interests. You know what I mean? When you take up a completely new subject, maybe you've been, I don't know, doing watercolor painting for most of your life, right? And now you feel like it's time to evolve. Now you feel like it's time to ascend. Okay, I would suggest you go get on the artistic elliptical. You, you tell me, how do I do that? What's the art, artistic elliptical? And I say, well, you've been doing water painting colors for about, I don't know, six years now. How about you do something completely different? Have you ever thought about getting into charcoal painting? Or not charcoal painting, but charcoal illustration, right? Or maybe oil painting. Or maybe we go real high. Maybe we climb a lot of stairs today. Maybe we do something completely different, a completely new craft. How about we do something else like knitting or sewing? Something completely unrelated to what you've been doing with your watercolor painting. Right? So all that would be an example of you ascending. All that would be an example of you seeking new opportunities, new ways to grow your craft. A.K.A. getting on the artistic elliptical. Right, but what else are you doing on an artistic elliptical? Well, you're working on your fundamentals, right? The only way you can ever ascend is to understand the realm you're 
already living it. You know what I mean? Like, you would never get a promotion at your job if you can't even do the job you have right now. So, the elliptical goes back into the fundamentals. Understanding fundamentals. You know what I mean? Working on your fundamentals. Whatever those fundamentals are. If you're a photographer, you need to understand photography fundamentals. You know, camera theory, photo theory. If you're an illustrator, you need to understand the art fundamentals. You know, draftsman fundamentals, illustration fundamentals, whatever, right? Like sketch fundamentals. All that stuff. You need to understand the fundamentals. Right? Because that's what leg day is all about. Building foundation. Making your legs strong. So you can stand on your own two feet. Because think about that. When you build your fund, like when you get stronger with your fundamentals, when you get more in tune with your fundamentals, what does that allow for you? What that allows is for you to become more confident in your work. You know, like speaking about the gym, when you start doing things over and over and over again, you start building muscle memory. Where you don't have to think about it no more. You can just do it automatically. When you do this with your fundamentals, not only are you getting skilled faster, but that allows you to become more brave, more confident, more bold in your expressions because it'll be automatic. It'll be muscle memory to draw a circle perfectly or to draw a three-dimensional figure or whatever it may be. So the fundamentals will be another example of what the elliptical machine does in the artistic gym, right? And I'll, I'll go more into how you actually do these things, like from a practical sense. But yeah, that's that. And right when you're done with the treadmill, or I'm sorry, right when you're done with the elliptical that's when you start getting on the treadmill. That's when you start doing other things to work out your legs, right? And what does the treadmill do? The treadmill helps you build either your endurance or your speed. You know what I mean? So when you get on the treadmill, we're talking about gaining stamina or gaining speed. Stamina or endurance, whatever word you want to use. So what does that mean, actually? Well... Gaining stamina, endurance. You know, not too long ago, I asked my followers on Instagram, what's the hardest part of being an artist? And then I went on Reddit and I asked the same thing. And I see that a lot of the answers were the same. And that is that as an artist, a lot of times it can be hard to finish your products. And that's where endurance comes into play. That's where, you know, stamina comes into play. Your ability to stick it out, tough it out. Your ability to stay there through the hardship. You know, regardless of how many mistakes and errors that's happening and coming up. Regardless of how many times you get distracted, etc., etc. How well can you be focused? How well can you stay in this one spot for a long amount of time? That's endurance. That's stamina. And that's exactly what the treadmill is for. The artistic treadmill. And then what else do you have? You have the speed portion. The speed aspect. 
when you work on your speed, you are able to learn different best practices in whatever field, right? Because lots of times, especially for professional artists, we got to get projects out by a certain date, a certain due date, a certain timeline, right? And one, if you don't have the endurance to do that, you'll never even see that due date, which is exactly why you need the, the stamina aspect. But then, let's say you already have the endurance. Maybe you have too much endurance. Maybe you're too damn patient. Maybe sometimes you do need to speed the fuck up. Well, again, that's where the treadmill comes in. Maybe you need to learn how to draw faster. Or maybe you just want to learn how to draw faster. Maybe you want to learn how to create things faster. You know, maybe certain projects take a long amount of time and it'll be easier for you to learn how to I don't want to say skip through things, but how to to narrow this time down, right? You don't want to take all day working on one project or or all month or all year working on one project. So speed actually is pretty important when it comes to the creative process, believe it or not. So that's the artistic treadmill. And I'll tell you more about how to actually use the artistic treadmill. And then next we have lifting weights. You know, whether it be the bench press, whether it be, you know, free weights, anything. Weight training. That's the next part of being in an artistic gym. Now, what's the point of weight training in real life? Weight training typically is about gaining strength. Right? Your ability to to grow your muscles. So... When we, when we break that down, when we say gain strength, right? We all hear the saying, no pain, no gain. The same thing is true when it comes to the artistic gym. When it comes to, more specifically, artistic weights. Lifting artistic weights, right? So, what does that mean? Right? That means you look at your emotions. Regardless of how heavy or light they may be it means you actually engage with your emotions but especially if they're heavy right because we are weight training here right no one goes into the gym to lift three pound bell dumbbells so the heavy shit counts more but the light shit counts too but the heavy shit counts more so in terms of weight training in terms of lifting weights in the artistic gym that's you looking at your deep dark emotions those heavy emotions and you look at them from a higher perspective you bring them up you go down and bring them up think about it what do you do when you lift weights you're doing a repeated motion of down and up down and up usually right well in terms of weight training well in terms of the artistic gym that's exactly what you're going to be doing with your emotions you're going to be going down into your deep emotions, looking at your dark, you know, hidden and negative emotions, and you're gonna be bringing them up, aka looking at them from a higher perspective, adding spirituality to those emotions, trying to find the good in it, the, the broader perspective, you know, the positivity in the negative emotions, the positive logicalness, or the, the, the positive logicality, or whatever, right? The, posi- the positive logic in the negative emotion. That's basically what you're doing when you're talking about lifting 
artistic weights. And also, not only doing that, but actually tackling these heavy subjects in your art. You know, it's one thing to just think about them negative emotions and, and then try to add some positive light to it. But it's another thing when you do that through art. It's another thing when you actually express that so other people can see it, right? So the other part about the other side of this is not just doing this internally, but externally, you know? But I'll talk more about that later. I'll get deeper into all of these things, like I said. But that's lifting weights in an artistic gym. Then next we have the sports center. Lots of gyms have sports centers. Now in the sports centers, that's where you have, you know, like the basketball court, the tennis court. That's where you have all types of things going on when it when it comes with sports and games and friendly competition. Which is exactly what it is in the artistic gym. Friendly competition. Now, what's the benefits of that? Why would anyone want to compete, whether it's friendly or not? Well, competition puts a certain amount of pressure on you that kind of forces you to reach outside of yourself and pull that greatness from deep within. You know what I mean? Like, competition a lot of times forces you to reach that higher ground. A lot of times without that competition, you wouldn't even have the motivation to do so. So competition can be important. And in the artistic gym, the sports center gives you that. It it provides a place for friendly competition. What else does sports do? It's all about teamwork. You know, shows you the importance of working with others, working well with others, playing well with others. So the artistic sports center is all about networking, you know, not just competing with other people, but networking with people. You know what I mean? Building relationships, community, as well as debates and opposition, which where that competition comes back into play. And what else? What else does the sports center provide? Well, a lot of times, sports is like the main source of our entertainment. We can see it everywhere. And as a matter of fact, there's bars that exist just for sports. So... Clearly, we like to put attention onto sports. Clearly, we like to put our awareness on sports. So, in one way, shape, or form, sports can be symbolic with just awareness, being seen. So, in the artistic gym, the sports center is where you go to ship your work, a.k.a. having your work put out there for people to see it in the first place. And just doing that puts you into a competitive environment and also a networking environment. By default. So that's what the sports center is all about. And then what else do we have in the artistic gym? We have the pool. Now the pool is where... The pool is, is, a, is a different one. Because, you know, you have people who are into sports who go into pool, into the pool setting competitively. 
You know what I mean? Like they get into racing each other in the pool and, you know, then there's sports, water sports, and then there's all types of things, right? But it isn't just about the competition in games. It's also about leisure-like things, just laying back in the pool. Then you have like jacuzzis there and maybe you don't want to race people in the pool. Maybe you just want to practice on your swimming or whatever it may be, right? So the pool is all about the waters, swimming in waters, right? What does that mean? Swimming in waters. Well, what is water? Water is, is symbolic with emotion. So when we talk about the pool in the artistic gym, we're talking about diving into your emotions, right? Now, notice how I had mentioned the emotions before, diving into emotions, was taking a look at your emotions. I talked about that when I said lifting weights in the artistic gym. But that's just looking at your negative emotions and bringing them to a higher perspective. You know, that's looking at your emotions for the sake of transforming them and transmuting them from negative into positive or maybe even vice versa. But when we talk about the pool, we're talking about diving into your emotions just for the sake of emotions. You know what I mean? Like you're not trying to transform or change anything. You're just you're just there just to feel the emotions. That's it. That's all. Just to feel for emotional sake. So that's what it means by getting into the pool. And you get into the pool to swim. What does swim even mean? Let's break that down. Swim. Swim. S-W-I-M. That's actually an acronym for someone who isn't me. Swim. Someone who isn't me. So when we're talking about diving into the pools in the artistic gym, we're talking about being able to feel not only your emotions, but other people's emotions. Being able to connect with other people's emotions. Being able to empathize, right? Being able to put yourself in other people's shoes. It allows you to play characters who aren't you. Someone who isn't me. Swimming. Being in the pool. All that stuff. That's, whew, this shit gets deep when I tell you when we talk about the artistic gym. But we're going to tell you about how to actually... You know, work with these energies. But yeah, that's the pull. That's getting into your emotions and other people's emotions and, and connecting to it and relating it to others. And then last but not least, don't get me wrong. There's a whole bunch of other things that's in the artistic gym, but this is just the general stuff. Last but not least, the sauna or the steam room or the massage room, however you want to look at it. This is... The place of leisure, the place of relaxation, the place of after you did everything else, you can finally come here. But what is that? What is the sauna room? What is the steam room? What is steam? Fire and water and a little bit of air. So what's that? Expression, emotion, and communication. So it's about expressing your emotions. And communicating that expression. Or it could be quite simply put, passion. You know, you ever heard the saying things are about to get steamy in here? Yeah, they're talking about it's about to get passionate in here. So in a, so in a sauna or the steam room or the massage room, whatever you want to call it, we're talking about soaking in your passions. Right? 
Now, what do I mean by passions? I'm talking about all the things that you're interested in, all of your hobbies, you know, all the music that you like, all the types of uh, movies that you like, you know, the things that you like to do as a, when you were a child, the things that you like to do when you get home from work, your passions, your passions, your creative endeavors, the things that you just naturally like to do, the things that you're just naturally in, interested in. That's what the sauna room is all about, relaxing and indulging in leisure and speaking on it with others. That's what your massage room is all about, right? Your passions, soaking in your passions. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do there, too. You know, like maybe actually looking at the real passion, like like. Not the real passion because passion is actually misunderstood in this reality. But what people think they mean when they say passion is lust. And it's the same, it's the same uh, energy spectrum, but it's not necessarily the same thing, right? But we're going to chalk it up as the same thing. It's all steamy energy. So when you're in a sauna, when you're in a steam room, lots of times you just can quite simply look at your sexual fantasies, you know, or quite simply have more sex, have actually have sex, you know, whether it be physical sex or mental sex or spiritual sex, a.k.a. connection of opposite energies. Or you can spend time with your loved one or loved ones, however that may be, or just spend time with the opposite sex, Right. No, that stuff is like more practical ways to do this, which I should I honestly save for later. But those are just examples of what you can do in the steam room or the sauna room or the massage room. But there's much, much, much more you can do in not only that room, but in the artistic gym in total. But, yeah, all that was just a brief introduction about the artistic gym, you know, a, a way for you to look at this creatively. You know, I'm encouraging you to start exercising. Exercise more and more often. Don't get lethargic. Don't get lazy. Start using these machines. Use these principles and ideas, these concepts. And know that I'm not talking about literally. This is all about creatively, artistically. But yeah, that's that. I had to keep it brief. I'm about to clock in and go to work right now, but... Yeah, love you guys. Stay creative and remember to value your perspective.